today's episode of the Digging In Podcast, we finish up discipleship. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Digging In Podcast. Lessons from series. Man, we are coming down to it. That's right, folks. You've got this episode today, and you've only got a few more after that. Guys, that's the, the reason for all this is because uh, we're almost done. <laughs> you guys will have gone through the entire Bible with me, Genesis to Revelation. Well, mostly. Uh, we've skipped quite a few here in the New Testament, uh, talking about slightly different things. It's definitely based on where I'm at in my life and what I find to be important. But hey, you guys are here listening, so thanks. <laughs> Um, but, uh, that means that we're going to take a small break soon and then we'll come back with a brand new design, a brand new thought process and series type. So, uh, I'm not going to tell you what that is yet. You're going to have to wait till next week to actually learn, uh, what that is going to be, but guess what? It's only a few days away. I think you'll be okay. Today, we're going to close out the uh, entire explanation of, and the story of discipleship. And, uh, we're going to do that because, uh, we have to. We're going to do that because this is important. And I've, I've brought a lot of these things to a close already. And so today is going to be kind of an encouragement day. I, I really asked a lot of challenging personal questions uh, of each of you. And I've really asked each of you through this entire series to examine yourself, to examine your own life and your own story and, and seriously consider your faith. And, and part of that has been, especially this week, has been Look at the way that these disciples followed Christ. And yes, I want you to look at yourself and not again, comparison is the wrong phrase, but is to see the ways that they followed Christ, but also the ways that they are human and they also struggle with it. But the ways that we are meant to aim towards him and point ourselves towards him and, and work to, uh, to live our lives for him. And a lot of that comes down to those things that we talked about yesterday with the obedience of those final three major ideas that we are, our life is meant to be a life of obedience, a life of submission, that every single one of us is meant to submit ourselves to the Lord. That means to lay down our own desires and kneel before the King. And that sounds scary. And you're like, that's dangerous and not what I thought faith was really all about. But I'm just telling you that no matter how far you dig, no matter how deep you go into scripture, that is going to be something that keeps keeps coming back over and over and over again is that we serve the God of the entire universe, the creator of everything. And our only real response is to, because of his immense love, not because of his authority and the way that he barks orders at us and the way that he demands respect. No, not that, but because of the love that was shown to us, that we would fall to our knees before the throne of the best and mightiest king in the entire universe. Our life is a life of submission and obedience. And as disciples, especially in 2021, we must recognize that our life has to look different from the rest of the world and that Jesus called us to obey his commands. And his main three commands are to love God completely, love others because of that. And because of both of those things, live a morally correct, a morally right, and a morally healthy life. Live differently. 
So that's where we've been kind of going to and coming from, so to speak. And today we're going to close out with some encouragement. Because like I said, I've been challenging you guys. I've been really pushing your brain a little bit. But today I want to bring us back into the heart, the community of our faith. And that is to build one another up and, and push each other closer to the love of God. And so I want to do that by simply reading a few verses. This isn't going to be a, a long, drawn-out thing. I'm just going to read a few verses for you today. Um, I'm going to have you, if again, I'd, I'd love for you to actually turn to these in a physical Bible. If you've got the old iPad Bible, that's fine, because I confess, today, of, of all days, today I'm actually going to be using an iPad Bible, <laughs> because I'm going to bust through a whole bunch of uh, verses, and I don't want you to just sit here listening to me, you know, do this over and over. That's, uh, by the way, if that sound is confusing to you, sorry, that was me flipping the pages of my Bible. Uh, and so I don't want you to hear that the whole time. I want you to just listen to the verses. So, uh, without further ado, um, why don't you go ahead and grab your Bible, your pen and your paper and let's dig in. Father God, thank you. <laughs> I feel like that's how I open up every single one of my prayers because I, I really mean it. Thank you. Yeah, without you, my life is a disaster. <laughs> and without you, there's no telling where I'd be. And so I open up a prayer of thankfulness because you are the God of the universe who chose to love me first, that I would never choose you. And yet you still loved me. And even when I don't choose you on a day-to-day -day basis and I choose myself and my own desires, you still chose me. <laughs> I mean, it's just radical and it makes no sense. And so thank you is about all I can really say. God, today, as we finish up discipleship and we uh, look to one another and we feel encouragement and love and appreciation for what we're doing, I pray that you would grow us not closer just to each other, but closer to you, Lord, that in reading these verses and reading the word, your words, as we read your words, I pray, ultimately, God, I pray that we would run to you, that we would turn and fix our eyes on you and chase hard after you. Let this time of encouragement bring us into a closer relationship with you so that way we can love others and live differently. We love you so much, Lord, and we praise things in your name. Amen. All right, team, let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to read, uh, again, like I said, some encouraging verses today. And our very, very first one is going to be John 15. So I want you guys to go ahead and, and turn with me to John 15. Um, I'm just going to like say the, say the chapter and I'll tell you the verse. I'll give you a little bit of a few seconds to find it. Um, if you're, if you're a, a Bible whiz, and you can turn right to these verses. Nice job. If you need a table of contents, that's why I'm continuing to ramble. <laughs> For those of you who are using your table of contents right now, I'm rambling. So that way you can find John 15. And uh, read with me now in uh, verses 16 through 17. You did not choose me, but I chose you. This is Jesus talking here. He says, you disciples, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And... I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. And this is that, that, that idea of, of abiding in the true vine. 
right? This is right before this. If you, if you stay in John 15, this is a great, John 15 is a fantastic place for you guys to sit. Um, if you guys want to do some extra study on, on loving God and abiding, he's, he is the true vine and that anything that comes out of that vine is because that is because those things are abiding and are clinging to the vine. So any of the fruit that comes out of it is because the, the, the branch from which the fruit uh, comes from is abiding in the original vine. So he says, you didn't choose me as your vine, but I chose you to come from me. And I'm also appointing you now to do the work of being a disciple and you're going to bear fruit and your fruit then will abide to me. And it's just beautiful. It's a, it's, it's a really beautiful encouragement guys that as you are in the work of being a disciple, the idea is that you would not try to make your own vine or that you would cling to the original vine and that when you do that, you will bear fruit. You have to really commit yourself to that vine. But then because you've committed yourself to that vine, you're going to bear fruit and that fruit will then abide in the original vine as well. All right, go ahead and turn with me now. Uh, Hebrews 3. Hebrews 3. So just keep going to the right a little bit more. <laughs> Uh, in your Bible, and you will find Hebrews 3. Um, again, if you need the table of contents, there's absolutely no shame in that, but we're going to go to uh, Hebrews 3, and we're going to start in uh, verse 12 here. 3, 12 through 14 says, Take care, brothers. This is actually Hebrews 3, uh, 7 through 11. The author of Hebrews is quoting um, the Old Testament, and is warning people to not harden their hearts. That's more or less what's happening here. He's saying, don't harden your hearts, but instead believe completely in who Jesus is. Believe completely that Jesus is better. So he says, take care, brothers, lest there be any of you who are evil, or sorry, lest there be in any of you an evil and unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. So take care, my brothers, because we don't want anyone to have an evil, unbelieving heart because that leads them to fall away from God. He says, but instead exhort one another, lift up, encourage, build up one another every day. And how long do you do that? How often do that? As long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ. If indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. That is, all that is trying to say is that if we would uh, like completely and totally put ourselves in an abiding relationship with the with God, with, with Jesus, the original vine, if we hold on to our belief in him until the very end of time, then we are putting ourselves in the position to be part of a family. And all those who are in that family together, disciples across the world, should be lifting one another up every single day day. As long as today is called today, we lift one another up. We encourage one another. So that way we wouldn't fall into sin and away from God, but rather that we would fall into his arms and closer to one another. So the encouragement there, guys, is that as disciples, we are meant to be one big happy family, <laughs> one giant community of those who, the although everything about us is probably completely different, although you read the Bible differently than I do at times, although you may not study the same way, although we may not hold every single belief the exact same, that the, the uniting banner between us is the banner of Christ. And that, that banner, that who Christ is, unifies us, and it means that we should be lifting one another up every single day 
to chase after Christ. Now I want you to turn, I think it's to the left here, just like maybe like one or two books, uh, find Colossians. Colossians 1 is where we're going to be. So find the book of Colossians and then um, we will uh, we'll, we'll read verses 20 and 29 once you are there. But again, I want to give you guys a, uh, a brief moment here to actually find Colossians 1. Okay. Colossians 1, 28 through 29. Him we proclaim warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. This is, this is Paul writing here to the church in Colossae, 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 however you want to pronounce it. And uh, he's writing to these people saying, it's, it's God who I proclaim and, and I warn and teach everyone with all wisdom that I can so that everyone can be presented mature in Christ. That means because of Christ, because we know Christ, because we love Christ, that we would then be presented mature because of him, that he's the only way that we can become mature. And he says, this is what I toil with. This is what I struggle with every day. This is all the energy that he gives me is to proclaim and warn and teach everyone. That is to build up one another so that each of us would understand who Jesus was and is even today and that we would do that so that way we can be brought together as a mature family of loving Christians and then second Timothy to the right second Timothy 2 1 through 2 I hope that you guys are writing these down as well um, just to keep kind of in your back pocket a little bit but here's second Timothy 2 1 through 2 it says you then my child be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses in trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also this is this is Paul and Timothy if you guys remember our discussion a couple episodes ago on on uh, Paul and Timothy Paul's writing and saying Here's what you need the most. First and foremost, you need to be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what he's saying there is that there's nothing greater than the gospel story. That no matter how many facts and information, no matter how many lines that you can draw between the Old Testament and the New Testament, no matter how many things you learn about the Bible, there's nothing greater, nothing more important, and nothing that can actually mature us and grow us in strength than the grace of Christ Jesus. And that which you have heard from me, Paul says, and also from any other witnesses, I want you to entrust some other faithful people so that they will also be able to teach others. And so what he's saying is that our job is not just to be in community together, not just to have this faith together, but it's then to go and raise up the next generation of those who would also follow, who would also teach others, who would also love God. I mean, our job is, is personal and communal. And here's our, here's our last one today. I've I've done a lot of encouraging with this, that you are, we are all together one guys that that no matter what, at the end of the day, no matter the, the little secondary and, and tertiary beliefs, the stuff that's not that important, there's little tiny beliefs here and there, as long as we believe who Christ is and what he did on the cross. And then if there's a few other major issues and major doctrines, we have to kind of 
believe, but as long as we believe that Lord Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, that was nothing that we did, but everything that he did, and that his life, death, and resurrection, his perfect life, and his undeserved death, and his his resurrection, defeating Satan, sin, and death, and his giving us of the Holy Spirit, that if we believe in those things, that we are unified together as Christians around the world, and that we should be encouraged and built up by one another, not torn down because of these these random little beliefs, but rather built up in the faith, learning to love God more so we can love others and we can live differently. And now the last, the last verse today is Luke 9, 23 through 24. I'm just going to dive straight into it and read it for you. It says, and he said to all of them, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will actually lose it. But whoever loses his own life for my sake will save it. So the only way to live life and to truly save your own life is to actually lose yourself to Jesus. And the whole point of this, guys, is this. At the end of the day, we're all broken, sinful human beings. We make mistakes left and right. But together, we are broken and sinful human beings who are saved by the perfect Savior. And every single day, he is making us brand new. So when we look at a younger person that is a younger in faith, someone who isn't on the same level as us, quote unquote, someone who hasn't gone through the maturation process or someone who is brand new in their understanding of who Jesus is, we don't look down on them and say, oh, you, you're simple and you don't, you don't know anything just yet or say you have no idea what's in store for you. We don't say those things. We look at them and say, my dear brother, my dear sister, how lovely it is that you would recognize your need for a savior. Continue doing that. Continue remembering every single day that he loved you first, that you were never going to love him, but he loved you first. And at the bottom of your moment, at the, at the weirdest place in your life, you accepted Christ as your savior. How lovely it is that we are brought together because now you, very different person than me, now you, other human being who I don't even hardly know, we share in one amazing thing. And that is while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And every single day, he's making us brand new. Be encouraged. My wonderful and lovely brothers and sisters, be encouraged that every single day, as you die to yourself, that Christ not promises to not leave you there, but rather to take you into brand new life and to grow you more and more. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Digging In Podcast Lessons From Series. Join us next week as we finish up the Lessons From Series.